0: Cold. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well,
1: sometimes. That is better. The person you put up there, they ain't the person that comes back. <laughs> it's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Route and Views Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and we're going to jump right into this uh, video. We're a little bit behind on this one, actually. Uh, should have came out a couple days ago, but it's going to be coming out probably on Monday or Tuesday, and then we'll have another one coming out on Saturday. Um, yeah, I just had a bunch of things going on this weekend. Uh, it was my daughter's uh, fifth birthday party, so we had to do that, um, did some camping, and then I just got behind on everything because I was actually doing a band poster for... Abandoned Toronto, and that just consumed all my free time with everything else in my life. Uh, So, yeah, we're just going to jump right into this movie. It's a trauma movie, Uh, it's called Nightmare Weekend.
1: We're about to enter the 21st century of terror. Nightmare weekend, when computer technology goes mad. Now you're gonna die! You die! And high-tech action gets out of control. Nightmare Weekend. A group of college students were invited to spend a pleasure weekend in a mansion. But instead, experienced a Nightmare Weekend. Nightmare Weekend. The first high-tech terror film. Witness an experiment so frightening that it will never leave your mind. Die! Experience a lust for power so gruesome that you may lose your mind. Nightmare Weekend. When horrifying humans team up with murderous machines Nightmare Weekend. When modern technology gets out of human control, the action never stops. Nightmare Weekend. It's the first high-tech terror film. Nightmare Weekend. The 21st century of terror. Read it off.
0: Um, on google it says 1986 on uh, letterbox this says 1984 so i'm not sure the exact date or not it's somewhere between there uh, it's a horror indie film uh, it runs for an hour and 28 minutes it's got a 3.3 out of 10 imdb and it's got a 2.5 out of 5 on letterbox So the movie pretty much starts out with this plane that's landing in front of these two motorcycles and then these two guys get on the bikes and start driving off into the darkness uh, with no headlights on by the looks of it, at least on the uh, VHS rip that I watched, it didn't look like they had any headlights on so they're going to crash and die. Uh, Not really but that's you know just hazard waiting to happen. Uh, Then one of the guys stops at this well they both stop at this uh, satellite area and then they uh, one guy is throwing up like this grappling hook up on top of this giant salad dish because they're trying to move the dish to mess with the signal maybe I guess. it doesn't make much sense to me at all uh it's very weird and I come uh doing a little bit of research apparently there was like two different scripts and they kind of just melded them together melt it melt this is not even a word uh whatever they configured these two scripts together and melted it like trauma does so well and uh this is what the movie became uh then we see this like silver ball and this puppet who's hitting a button, which I didn't know if he was just a hand puppet, but come to find out, he is an actual puppet that's controlled by this computer system, which is owned by this rich guy who does a bunch of patents for different science projects and whatnot anyways the uh the one guy that's up on top of the satellite just trying to move it, he gets hit by this like silver ball of what looks to be like play-doh and it pushes him off and kills him and blood sprues everywhere into the intro credits then we see some girls stretching uh getting ready to do some dance moves or like a gym workout of some sort and then we see this other girl in a big fancy mansion as she's uh talking to her servants and she's a real bitch uh i'm not gonna name them because i forgot to double check on that because i'm running behind on things and i usually don't name check or fact check anything anyway so yeah you know, if you're used to that by now if you made it this far as like episode 53 so if it's your first episode uh yeah i don't fact check a lot of things uh, i don't do a lot of research and uh we just wing it because that's a fun way of doing things this is just a fun project to do in my free time which is a little free time i do have uh, but yeah, she's a real bitch to the other, you know, servants and especially the girl. Um, she's completely rude to her. Uh, then we see this guy on a motorcycle pulling up to a bar in the middle of the day. Uh, cause this movie takes place around this bar a lot as well. Uh, then we see the driver, uh, for the fancy lady at the mansion. Uh, he's in the bar already getting his, uh, drink on, um. And they gets paid to go pick up the girls because apparently they're picking up these random three girls. Not sure why, not sure how, not sure how it's all set up. But they're picking them up to take them to the mansion for like getaway vacation. I don't know the actual gameplay. They're gonna be they're gonna be like test subjects anyway, so they don't know that's going on. But yeah. It's, it's weird. Let's just roll with it. And then we see uh, Jessica is the main girl. She's the daughter of the scientist. Uh, she's pulling up to the parents' house, the mansion, in her Jeep, uh, talking to her dad. And he's going on about how he's got 212 patents. Uh, and God knows what else. Uh, I don't know why he would have so many patents for projects. But, you know, whatever. Good for him. He's rich, clearly, by the looks of his house. Uh, then we see the guy working on his motorcycle again. And he's having a bad flashback to what looks to be like a street r- street race he had at night. And someone crashed and looks like they got ran over by like a semi-truck uh, then julie the bitch from the mansion uh tells him it was just an accident and he needs to stop worrying about it and they're kind of like together we find out later on in the movie um uh, yeah Ju- i'm pretty sure her name was julie she's real bit i might fact check that for two seconds actually Yeah, surprisingly enough i was right about julie's name being the uh, bitchy one of the uh the like she kind of looks like she's the owner of the mansion uh, when she's talking to like the servants earlier on but she's also just like the uh, the dad's um sidekick i guess you could say that's sidekick that's probably the wrong terms um business partner it's probably the correct terms but uh then we see the three girls getting picked up by the limo driver and then the next thing we see we're in the room of jessica and she's talking to the puppet from earlier in the movie uh the puppet's name is george and she even gives it a kiss and there's like a weird friction relationship between the two of them i don't know why but is trauma so we'll just go with it anyway so we'll just ignore that then she starts playing this uh like driving arcade game that george is hooked up to uh he's synced to it and then it actually takes over julie's car and starts driving down the road and on its own into incoming traffic And i believe it crashes into like a tree or something at this point and then we see the, the limo driver bringing the three girls um to the bar from earlier um yeah he's he picks him up at school i think or something like that and then he takes him straight to the bar i'm not sure why he's taking him to the bar because that makes no sense whatsoever if you want to take him right to the mansion just go straight to the mansion maybe just gotta kill some time or maybe just wants to get his drink on some more we really don't know uh, then the one girl gets picked up by this freddie mercury looking discount guy uh, this other guy that's friends with him goes outside and starts dancing in the front of the limo and walks up to the side of it and then lets all the air out of the one tire then they all come out of the bar and no one once mentions that the tires being flat it looks like the one guy that was dancing uh, literally took like a switchblade to it so that would have been pretty f- it would have been flat pretty quickly um but apparently they don't notice it even though it's right on the side of the limo where they come out of the bar and then we see the freddie mercury looking look-alike uh getting it on in the back of the limo with one of the the uh, girls from the bar that the limo driver picked up and the whole time this is going on the limo driver's trying to change the flat tire while the buddy who made this flat tire off on the grass by his bike dancing it's weird it's really cut weird and edited weird but uh we'll go with it anyways i guess i'm gonna be saying that a lot because this movie is weird but then again it's trauma so you're expecting that uh, the girls finally show up to the mansion we see julie uh taking off again and her car crashes into a tree at this point in time uh, yeah at one point oh so when uh jessica was playing the arcade game julie was actually in the car driving in the car took over when she was driving and this time i think she's getting ready to leave or maybe she's not even in the car and the car crashes into a tree we then see some of those silver balls again and it goes into a dog's crate and takes over the dog because the dog is one of the test subject for this project because they were testing it on animals first before they tested it on humans uh, it's supposed to change your whole attitude and mood so the dog's kind of like barking and grass like a security dog and that just calms them down and mulls them out um, so if you're afraid of something it'll calm you out down and make you not afraid of that certain object for whatever reason or how that might work but yeah we see the dog's a lot calmer now he's not barking a lot like he was beforehand and then we see jessica pulling up to the bar that everyone's been hanging out in and he like roller skates in uh she bumps into one of the other guys and everyone seems to watch as punk guy starts getting it on with this other girl on top of an arcade pinball machine i don't know it doesn't make sense but then again it's uh, trauma so we'll go with it i guess then jessica goes to leave the bar and um puts a scarf on with a, like a j on it for jessica on top of this guy's bike outside not sure how she knew it was the guy guy's bike that she likes maybe she sees him around town i'm not sure how he's supposed to know that the scarf with the j on it is supposed to be her but maybe it's got her address or her full name printed on the uh, the label somewhere i don't know then we see jessica in the room talking to the robot pup again george is using she's using george as essentially a diary and talking to him and he's kind of recording things into the computer and she's talking to him and it's like she talks starts talking to george about the guy that she saw at the bar and she's like what's happening to me george and george is like i think you're falling in love uh jessica and her dad are t- taking a walk and talking he's wondering about his experiments and thinking that they're moving too fast he wants to slow down the the project but Jessica obviously just wants to keep pushing it no Julia actually wants to keep pushing it two names with j's that's going to mess me up I might have already messed that up but anyways the the fancy bitch uh, wants to push the projects faster that way things get out you know quicker and she's also got this other um buyer lined up for the project because and he doesn't the dad doesn't know about it at all which is a major factor, i guess for this uh then we see one of the girls dancing in front of discount freddie mercury as he sits on the bed it's kind of like a strip tease kind of view Ooh, no not cool not good no, kind of creepy. And then it comes back to Julie as she's watching the security cameras in the test area. And we see George talking to the computer system called Apache, telling it to stop. At this point, the girl is fully naked and she hops into the shower and starts washing up. Just uh, Discount Mercury is laying in the bed and flashbacks to the time he was like like getting it on in the back of the limo not sure why uh anyways while she's uh showering she swallows one of those magic silver balls and that's gonna slowly start to mutate her or change her mood i should say she comes out of the shower and uh starts to mount discount mercury and starts to change and goes like right after his neck kind of like a zombie or a ghoul of some sort um then one of the mansion girls screams because there was a spider on a croissant and one of the other guys kills the spider with said croissant. So hopefully they're gonna throw out said croissant and not try and serve it to the guest, but you know, maybe they will serve it, you know, a little bit of cut back. Then we see Jessica asking George what to wear when she wants to meet new guys. And like what's the various options on how to get picked up by guy and like one of the three options is to go hitchhiking because that's definitely safe but you know it's the 80s so it's definitely a different time than going hitchhiking nowadays uh then we see jessica walking down the road because she thought hitchhiking was the best option to pick up a man the and you know she's only looking for the, the one said man on the bicycle motorcycle that she likes that she left the scarf on anyway she the uh, creepy guy from the bar who was getting know with the girl on top of the pinball machine or whatever it was, uh, stops and she, uh, she tries. To, he tries to get with her and she runs off and of course he chases after her and he takes his bike off into the grass to chase after her. She uh, then gets grabbed by him and he gets ready to Essentially, you know, have his way with her. And we see George yelling danger into the computer system. Then we see the dad on the phone and he's being told that the dog uh, wasn't feeling well and that it has to be put down or something. I don't know. It's kind of a stupid scene right here. Then we see the other guy from the bar run up and starts attacking the creep uh, that's trying to get it on with uh, Julie in the field. Or Jessica. Julie? Jessica. Yeah, that's going to mess me up. That's definitely going to mess me up. Then we have this really bad fight scene between the creep guy and I think his name is Cam that she like. it's really really bad fight scenes uh then we see the the creep shaking in the ground as he's getting shot by the silver magic balls we don't really see them at all we just see him shaking on the ground like he's having a seizure or being tased uh it's one of the two things that m- makes it look like that and he runs and gets up and then he falls into a lake and i guess he explodes i'm not really sure there was just some smoke and some shaking so i don't really know then we see uh Julie bitching on the phone at the mechanics to fix her car faster. The one because you know, a car got smashed into a tree. Uh, then we see the guy and Jessica show up to the same garage or gas station, fill up station, uh, with his bike. And he's all depressed because he has to deliver a package, but he wants to spend all this time with um Jessica because he loves Jessica and Jessica's the one for him. You know, prior to this, we didn't really think they knew each other, but maybe they do know each other. Maybe that's how she knew just to put the scarf on his bike. I don't know. Maybe that's how. She knew it was his bike and not the creep bike. I don't know. And then the people in the bar are confused because the uh, creepy Dave, which this is the guy that tried to get it on with Jessica and essentially Ripper, uh, he's apparently not nowhere to be found. And that's pretty weird for Dave not to be at the bar drinking in the middle of the day. So everyone decides to go out and uh, go find him. And then this, there's like this guy sitting at the bar that's very poorly dubbed over. And he's like, I'll th- I saw Dave's bike down by the creek. And it's like, okay, cool. I guess we'll go look there first. Then find out the uh, dog is dead due to uh, the experiment. And that really makes the dad want to, you know, pull back the experiments and not test them on humans. Because if the dog's dead, then most likely the humans are going to die as well. Uh, But uh, Julie's like, no, no, we're not going to cancel the experiments for tonight. Uh, This will be all fine. It'll all blow over. Don't worry about it. Then we see uh, Ken, the guy that saved Jessica, showing up at her house. And we find out uh, Julia, which is a little awkward. Because they're definitely two different age groups. Not really sure how old Ken is either, so he might be playing the middle ground there. But uh, Jessica runs off crying because she feels like she's been used because she had no idea that uh, Ken was also with uh, Julie. Julie tells Ken he's doing everything, or she's doing everything for them so they can be. Uh, rich and famous and then uh ken takes off to try and get to jessica and it feels like a horror movie soap opera at this point in time like days of our life or as the world turns i only know those because my mother used to watch those and uh i remember having to watch those when i was homesick from school that or price is right and uh yeah we're just gonna go on to the movie now anyways ken catches up to jessica and tells her he's in love with her and even though they only known each other for what seems to be like 24 hours um They're definitely madly in love. Then we see the two guys from the bar showing up at the mansion. And they get invited right in. No big deal. So I'm not sure if they had an invite too. Uh, This is the discount frame Mercury guy. And the guy that randomly dances, I think. Um... Uh, yeah, it's definitely the guy that dances. He turns on some music later on just starts dancing like a white boy. And it's very, very stupid looking. Uh, then the two guys are just sitting down. And then, like I said, the one guy just gets up and starts playing with the stereo and starts doing a stupid white boy dance. Uh, then one of the limbo girls. Says that they feel like they have been here before and they can't figure out why, and then she figures out that she's actually knows Jessica or she's seen pictures of the place. I'm not sure if that's how they got invited, but at the same time they also don't know that Jessica is actually living there and that's her parents' house. Then we cut to uh the two guys from the bar hanging out dancing uh while Julie is in the control room playing with the buttons, trying to uh make uh make the silver balls come out and kind of like infect each one of them. Uh then one of the couples heads into a room to get it on while we see a shot of of a tarantula walking around in the kitchen. It scares one of the uh servants in the mansion. That's uh, the one that got scared on the spider around the croissant. Anyways, the uh silver ball goes into her like tea and she drinks it and then she kind of chokes on it. And then now she's not afraid of tarantulas anymore because she's like on the ground, kind of dead looking, but she's also like culling with the tarantula. Doesn't make any sense, but we'll just go with it. And then we see another ball uh moving around on the floor while the two couples are getting in on in the bed. Uh then the ball goes into the toothpaste as guys getting ready to brush his teeth but actually i don't think he actually brushes his teeth i think he just kind of gets confused or something and then she goes to brush her teeth and she gets it uh we see a shot of the mansion worker uh who drank the ball uh, of uh, the ball and tea, uh, who was scared of spires, and like I said, she's just laying on the floor playing with it now. Really weird. Uh, I wouldn't play with Trantula. I don't care what kind of silver magical ball gets lodged into my throat. It's not happening. And then the girl that was getting in on with the guy in the room goes to brush her teeth, and her face starts to flash. and The guy is about to like bite her undies that were laying on the floor, and then he starts. Shaking and looks like he's having a seizure on the bed. I don't know if he was getting ready to bite the underwear or just sniff them because he's a creep. I really don't know, but he starts shaking on the floor or on the bed like he's having a seizure then we have a scene of Jessica and the other guy getting on on the balcony as the sun comes up um the other guy being Ken I think it's on the sun or like on the balcony or maybe it's on like a dock somewhere I'm not really too sure then we see the other couple um the girl takes a drink and the silver ball goes down her throat uh and she chokes and falls into the pool and discount Frederick Mercury guy kinda looks on in shock and then just runs off doesn't try to save her at all just like ah okay I'm out of here peace uh, then we see Julie on the phone or Julia whichever one it is on the phone uh with this mystery buyer saying the program has no issues and that uh, we see one of the other guys getting sick in the toilet and then the discount mercury guy goes over to the he goes over to something and starts like choking on something on the bed my notes kind of got jumbled up there for a minute i don't really know what he's doing because at this point there's a lot of things going on in the movie and none of it makes a goddamn look of sense it's weird it's trauma it's expected but it is very very weird and we see the dad getting back um at home because he had to go to the vet to get the dog or put the dog down I'm not too sure um, but he's running into the office because he sees Julie at the computer Uh he's telling, he's telling her what the hell are you doing and pretty much saying you know we're pulling the program uh, we're not going to do any more tests until things work out better because of what happened to the dog and then she's like okay fine and then she smacks him in the head with a giant battery and knocks him out pretty much then we see uh, Jessica showing up at home trying to find her dad who's gagged and tied up in the washroom by the looks of it uh, Julie tells Jessica that her dad called and he's waiting for her over at the mansion, but wait, aren't we already at the mansion? Wait, do you have two mansions? Are you that rich that you got two mansions? No, you guys share. That's not fair. Nuh-uh. no wonder you don't got no friends. Then we see uh, Jessica at the mansion, and she runs into the limo girls, and then we they have gone mad. One's literally brushing her hair to the point where she's got a bald spot, and the other runs. The other one's I think just like foaming from the mouth or something like that. And, and then we run into the maid who's gone crazy and has a butcher knife in her hand, and her face is all deformed. And then one of the guys' face. is all slimy and he's trying to get it on with jessica and the whole time he like pushes her down to the ground and starts mounting her and then the whole time the maid lady's behind him stabbing him in the back uh jessica gets away and starts crying on this like sofa and julie comes over to her and you know tries telling her everything's okay wait how did you get here julia because literally we watched jessica go out that one house get into a jeep to drive over to the other house but well, we didn't see you drive over and now you don't have a vehicle either because your vehicle's still in the shop so are you just really fast walker or this mansion like connected and she just didn't want to walk from one end to the mansion to the other end she like drove around i don't know i don't know what's going on here nothing makes sense i also watched it at, like midnight so i was getting tired so we'll use that as it used to and then at this point we see the dad outside looking in at, at the people and they have a whole changing he's calling julia bitch for taking over his project and rushing it uh Julie then tells the dad he's just a mad quack trying to put all the blame on him for the people changing and going mad saying that it's his fault for not you know making the program 100 percent, you know foolproof uh julia leaves the house with a briefcase and gets into the limo and goes to drive away uh she's then calling ken and asking if he's ready. and he's at the field with a plane already because apparently they got a briefcase of money and they're gonna just fly off to somewhere that's their big game plan um he then tells her he's the one that's rich and not her because apparently the check that was made out is made out to his name and not her name so i don't know what she's got in the briefcase because later he's already got the check when jerry had the the briefcase of the science project i don't know yeah, i don't think they're really playing that out too much and then the the ending gets really really dark at this uh hangar bay as well uh because she, she gets to the hangar hangar bay and is followed by jessica but once she gets out of limo uh, she gets her throat slashed by the maid lady from uh The mansion that was uh, scared of spiders. And then we see uh, Jessica yelling to Ken to watch out. Because it's like I think the melee is coming at him. And as well as someone else is coming at him. And he's got his back turned to them. And then we just have a pause shot of her screaming her face just screaming and then the credits hit and it's all really super dark at least in the the copy that I watched it's really dark and uh yeah it's a weird movie it's trauma though I wasn't expecting much more um it's kind of confusing that from what I've read that there was two scripts and that they kind of just put the two scripts together um it could have been done better um the effects there weren't really much of anything um but you know it's it's an indie movie and I can't really judge it too much I give credit for the people that did work on it um Uh, they did a decent job for what they'd had and uh, I just feel like maybe they should have did a little bit better um job of um i don't know creating a better storyline between the two scripts kind of seems like one script's going one way one script's going the other way and they kind of just tried to clip the parts together and make something out of it but yeah it's not a bad movie um it's weird i definitely give it a 3 out of 10 i originally was going to give it a 2 out of 10 but I-, I liked it a little bit more than when i was reading over my notes um like i said i did watch it pretty late in the night because uh, i was trying to get caught up on everything trying to get this out for saturday night but it was just so much stuff going on having to get ready for my daughter's birthday and getting ready for camping because that's her birthday party she wanted to go camping and everything else in the band poster i just got you know very behind so hopefully uh well that won't happen again hopefully i go get a couple episodes ahead so it won't happen again hopefully but we'll, we'll see uh, but, yeah, for the next movie, because uh, I've seen it, it's on Netflix, we're going to watch a brand new movie. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. I'm not expecting too much from it because it's essentially based off of Five Nights at Freddy. Uh, we're going to watch uh, Willy's Wonderland. Pretty much Nicolas Cage. I think he's a security guard, a amusement park. And then the uh, animatronics, robots, and animals come alive and start killing him or try to kill him. So I'm looking forward to watching I haven't watched it at all yet. So, yeah, I figured why not? Why not watch it for the podcast? We have no restrictions here. Uh, we watch the movies from the 70s, 80s. 90s 2000s uh like i said no restrictions um might even do in some bonus episodes where we watch action or comedy movies who knows but yeah if you guys enjoyed make sure to leave a like down below wherever you're listening uh, feel free to hit that follow button if you want to uh, suggest any movies to me use the hashtag rotten reviews podcast or at me on all social medias at Typhenstein. that's a uh, twitter instagram facebook spotify if you want You know, that's where a main spot there. I'm posting the podcast. I don't know what else to say. I got YouTube videos coming out. Uh, video game videos, art videos, video game videos. Uh, let's play videos essentially. Um, but yeah, they're also going to be uploaded on Facebook as well now on the illustrate mind of Brian Typhair page. It's where I'm going to try and, you know, I'm going to try and be active on all fronts. Uh, if it works out, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. But yeah, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace. And how should I dress? Boys who like girls in
1: dresses 88 percent now find a way for me to meet him mention difficult busy weekend probabilities for other meeting bars 82 percent discos 76 percent hitchhiking 66 percent hitchhiking that's it Mm -hmm. thanks george